0: And welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast The most electrifying podcast in the history of podcasts Maximine Matters, with your host, with the most The Mexican Coming to you live from the weird city in the area, Westerville, Ohio We are going to discuss things Again, we're going to rant, and if you don't like ranting, I suggest you change the channel. We're going to discuss things that I don't understand or irk me in today's society. Why do people do this? And the worst part is, now, every time some shit goes wrong, it's on social media. It's on the news. Nobody cares about actual news. Oh, but the mofo at your work who leaves the toilet clogged with two deuces in there and doesn't tell anyone and just leaves it for the next person. That's just blasphemous. I mean, this is why my two brothers do not, do not go to the bathroom in public. I go to the bathroom when I need to go to the bathroom. I understand that going number one, number two, is a necessity. So wherever I'm at, if I'm running a marathon, I have to go in the woods, if I have to use a porta potty, I go when I need to go. But you best believe that I do not leave that shit clogged, especially at the office. And that's just ridiculous. Why? Another thing I don't understand about society. Is that how does it? How do people go years without knowing how to do your taxes? Especially full well knowing that you make at least six hundred dollars cash yearly, or have an LLP, LLC, whatever have you, or just If you haven't had a job in forever, okay, well, that's understandable, but you should still be aware of how to file your taxes. And if not, there's ample amount of websites to help you. I personally prefer Tax Act. My taxes have been done since fucking Super Bowl Sunday, and I've gotten my taxes back. And guess what? We live in the Columbus area where you don't have to file your goddamn city taxes guess what they would owe me more money if that was the case but we'll let them keep that as a donation I don't get it I don't understand as I've said multiple times how people just guess what is wrong with you and don't even try and fix it like it's preferences we live in a society where people prefer to do stuff for other people than other people. I mean, it makes sense. My co-workers, finally one of the two intake people, recently asked me, like, what do you consider in your mind a good case, because I can't figure it out. Oh really, are you tired of me getting me yelling at you for the nonsense you give me? Here's what I consider a good personal injury case. Insurances on both ends. A client who is smart and me being able to shoot the three within one to three months. That's what I consider a good case. Anything aside from that has an issue. And it's not so much an issue of, oh, I have to do more. It's more of an issue of, if you give me an idiot, I'm going to have to waste more time. If you give me a case where I have to wait for shit, I waste more time. If you give me a case where we literally have nothing to go on, I waste more time having the case. And we all know I hate wasting my time. That's the issue. So many people around this area go driving without uninsured motorists and underinsured motorists. They don't even know what the fuck that is. I just know I have full collision coverage. Well, guess what? That doesn't pay your bills now, does it? if you get hit by a hit and skip. How do people get in multiple accidents within the span of four or five years? That's what I don't understand. Like, How do you live where you don't know that, hey, that guy is going to turn left and he's going to cut me off. Oh, I'll just hit him. No. You have to take evasive action. You have to protect yourself, mitigate your damages. If somebody tries to cut in front of me, I see that coming unless I'm not paying attention. In which case, comparable negligence will be applied. What does that mean? That means that most of the cases that I hate are failure to yield cases where there's no evidence of who's at fault other than the police report. Because insurances don't believe that. Insurance insurances think the officer's an idiot, and half the time, they're true. So the officer could get shit wrong. Now, if I'm coming up to an intersection, and some guy is trying to turn left, and I see him, obviously, I'm looking forward, so I have to see him. And he makes the turn before I get to the light. Now, if the light's yellow, I will slow down. Oh, but all you people want to run through the yellow light thinking, oh yeah, no, that's okay. Well, if he's if he's anticipating you stopping at the yellow, which he would be a moron because that's where he is negligible. He thinks that you're going to stop. Ha, what an idiot. If you turn left and then you're going straight, and you clip the back end of his car, you're gonna be found a percentage negligent because you should have seen him enough to slow down and not actually hit his car. If you if he you hit the front end, then he's completely at fault. That's just how that works. But insurance is to protect the insured, and those cases are terrible. I don't understand how people just think they could just hit people. I have clients, I have cars that merge left and right to me all the time. I slow down. Ever since my last accident in 2014, I've been more of a defensive driver. That does not mean I can't do 80. Oh, I do 80 all the time. But I know how to defensively drive. And speaking of driving, please tell me at this point in the podcast history, you've called my man Ramo with American National and given him the promo code MEXI and gotten a discount on your uninsured motorist, underinsured motorist coverage. You can bundle it, ladies and gentlemen. Life, auto, home. It's called an umbrella policy. Your limits are higher and you protect yourself and others. Give them a call now, please. American National, proud sponsor of the Mind Matters podcast. In other things that I just irked me is the notion of, and now we're going to venture into sports, sucking LeBron's cock just because He does a minuscule thing of importance. Case in point, you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I have not heard you rant one thing about the Cavs all season long. Oh, but LeBron, in a losing effort, mind you, against Denver, passes Michael Jordan for fourth all-time in points. And everybody's applauding like he just won the Super Bowl or the NBA title again. No. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? There's 17 games left in the season. And the Lakers are six six wins out of the eighth seed. At this point, they need everybody above them. Sacramento, the Clippers, the Spurs, and now Minnesota. To lose at least six games. And the Lakers have to go undefeated the rest of the season. With games remaining against the Pelicans... The Bucks, Boston this Saturday, Toronto. Yeah, the Lakers not lo- losing another game. I doubt that. They will lose at least more games. Oh, and they play Sacramento too. So something's got to give there. In order to make the eighth seed and face Golden State. So here's where, here. this is why, he again, I have to constantly remind people that LeBron is not the GOAT. I thought LeBron had never missed the playoffs. Oh, no, no. I was mistaken. He missed the playoffs a few times with the Cavs early on in his career. But he hasn't missed the playoffs in years. Why? Because he's been in the East, where it's easier. Now he's in the West, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, as we have podcast ourselves on this show multiple, multiple fucking times, the motherfucker is in the West. The motherfucker has to play harder teams more times. How many times have I told people, it's the West is harder? Oh, nobody believes me. How many times have I said, if LeBron was in the West, he would not be making the playoffs left and right? His first year in the West as the GOAT, with a team younger, hungrier, and better than what he supposedly had at the Cavs, they're not making the playoffs. Shocker. And then LeBron's going to blame the coach, Luke Walton, which I'm okay if he gets fired because I always thought he was a bad fit to be coach. But now LeBron's kicking him out of town. Oh, LeBron says he's terrible. Let's all listen. I said it. The Lakers were not making the playoffs. And if they were, it'd be DHC to be bounced out by the Warriors. And guess who's right? But at this rate, they're not making it to the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Why would you? Why... First off, I agree with what the pundits are saying. Why would you even play LeBron if you know you're almost mathematically out? Just rest the goddamn motherfucker. If he's the GOAT, though, oh, there's mathematically a shot? Well, undefeated 17 games? I'm pretty sure you could do that. And then if that's the plan and you want to, you know, face the Warriors as the one seed versus the eight seed and your GOATness is going to plan on sweeping them, That's the only way I see this being beneficial at all. If not, then get the fuck out of here, rest, and shut the fuck up. You already milked your groin injury. And then you tried replacing all your teammates for one player. And you thought you were going to do better doing that? Yeah, that's why nobody cares right now. Now the playoffs, fuck it. They're going to trade us anyways in the summer. And that's where... LeBron doesn't have the clutch gene Doesn't have What it takes He constantly needs help He is the only player I know That constantly searches for help When he goes to a new team And he's gone to like four different teams At least When it happens in soccer It's because you want to go out on top And you have more players to deal with You're not picking and choosing Who transfers with you It's a difference But hey Speaking of things I don't understand in society, soccer. Let's move on to that. How on earth do you blow a 2-0 lead going into your home game? Not to take anything away from Manchester United, because we all know my disdain for Manchester United, but we also know that I can appreciate when something was done right. That was well coached, and they were injury plagued to the point where there was two two players I didn't even know who they were. And they somehow beat Paris Saint-Germain 3-1. Now, the other thing I don't understand about today's society, how do we have instant replay in the Champions League but not regular soccer games? Because those two injury, uh, not injury, um, video video replays got it right. One, apparently your hand was a little too far out of your body. You hit your hand, it was a handball, penalty kick. The other, guy was clearly offside. That would have both of them would have changed the course of the game had we not had video replay why do we not have that throughout every league I don't know and that's what I don't understand penalty kicks offsides and goals should always be reviewed any league it's about I the fact that I wrote a paper about it in college and I've been graduated since 2008 yeah that's a decade that's, that's a problem right there But yeah, no, speaking of uh, the United fans, Solskjaer, I'm all for him being full-time coach. The other thing I also don't understand, how do you blow a 10-point lead at the top of the table? Hey, it's not done for, Liverpool, my team, my heart, who does this every fucking time, close by no cigar. But now, City's ahead of us by a point they're in the driver's seat, we have to bank on them losing points. They do play United, they do play other hard teams but we play Tottenham and Chelsea so yeah this is why I said it from the get-go, Mo Salah can be great all he wants, but I don't think he's that great. He's not a Aguero in my, in my opinion because if you've never scored against Manchester United, that's a problem but hey things I don't understand, whatever have you. Other thing I don't understand in today's society is, why have you guys not called Super Studios 253? The best workout you'll get, any class, they'll make you super. Not by finding and showing you their superpowers, but finding your superpowers within. Call Coach Super 253 700 sign up join the super family super studios 253 proud sponsor of the makes of my matters podcast other things i don't get why people choose to lie just blatantly in front of you this week i've been dealing with changes in the office point blank I'm tired of people lying to me when intakes happen. I'm tired of people, clients lying to me about where they went. So now I've had to implement my own confirmation of treatment, you know, conversation with the client, as well as the old good intro to the client. And I cover everything. It's literally listed on there what is covered, what is not covered, what applies, what doesn't apply. And people constantly wanting us to sign up shit that is terrible. Recently, a dog bite case. Your friend's house. You got bit in the head. You lost part of your skin. Now you have skin grafts. You have bills over 100k. But hey, your friend's on probation. Lives in a trailer. And you somehow came to us to do what? Investigate whether he lives with the property owner? Because here's the thing about dog bite cases. If you're the harborer or the owner of the dog, that's where the liability lies. If the harborer of the dog doesn't live there and doesn't know, then they're off the hook. In this case, the dog owner had, had no insurance but lives in the trailer owned by his fiance on a five acre land that she owns. It's about 100K in value. Now here's the problem. Client's bills are probably already for 100k with five, two surgeries and five visits to the ER, a one-week admission at Grant. So even if we were to get everything and go after her her assets, we're not going to get much because we're already over the amount of the assets. Especially when she already outright owns her property, satisfaction of mortgages are all over the auditor's website. Now, if she was smart, since she's leasing leasing these properties and these uh, uh, rental trailers, she would have business insurance. But does she? We don't know. So now we got to waste time. I don't understand, people in today's society, why would people sue other people? Especially months after the fact. If we have a two-year statute of every personal injury claim, but you decide to waste said two years. By waiting six months to hire an attorney On top of that You decide, hey, let's have the attorney Waste our time For us And here's the thing Um, I hate wasting my time We all know that Ethan and the office manager Were telling me Oh yeah, I have questionable insurance Just sign up, we'll figure it out later No, because I'm the one that's figuring it out later I'm the one that has the fucking case. I'm the one that has to talk to the... Uh, Tortfeasor... And... The client... And tell them, hey... When you sign us up, as I told you... Your case is fucked. That's where I get pissed. Especially having the majority of the cases. And every month being promised... That I'll have less cases than everybody else... Because I already have more to begin with. No. Nobody has a conversation about... Oh, Mexi, let's let's see how we can not overwhelm him except my attorney. But the only way we're gonna get intakes higher to get me an assistant is if we get more intakes. But we're not I'm not signing up nonsense, I can assure you. I already had like our reception doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, and I literally have taken more potential new client calls since the beginning of the new year than before, and I can assure you. I've turned down more than the whole last year combined. So, help's not coming my way anytime soon. But that's where I get pissed. I don't understand how people, A, are that greedy that we need to take a fucking case to waste time. B, how people want to sue way after the fact. And on top of that, in this case, hit your fucking friend. If one of my friends sued me, oh, I'd be furious. They would no longer be my friend. Kind of like along the same line. One of my friends is still talking to my ex. Or dates one of my exes. Or um, I don't know. Is still friends with her. Yeah. That in my head is a big no-no. If I come to your events. And you never come to mine. Eventually over time. I'm just going to drop you. Multiple friends. Shows. that I have the same criteria for everything. Shows have been dropped recently, as I mentioned, True Detective. And there's been friends that have been dropped, and I've and I've issued that out already. You wanna, you don't wanna come to the, my bachelor party? That's fine, cause you can't take the time off. But if you miss my wedding, oh yeah, we're done. We're done. Especially if you don't give me a good excuse as to why a year in advance you can't make plans to attend your friend's wedding. That's what I wanna know. That's the part I want to know I also don't understand Why people can't Keep commitments Yesterday was Ash Wednesday As planned Got the cross on the drive-thru No big deal If you're a busy person And you're Catholic There's drive-thrus to put a fucking cross on it Take a lunch Go put it Do it I do it Every year Now I have to give up something for Lent So I decided You know what? Instead of podcasting and going to Brugger's to get bagels every Thursday, we're going to cut out the bagels. We're just going to podcast. No bagels the entire Lent. And on top of that, somebody had a good idea online for once, and I decided to adopt it. 40 days or 48 days, how many days it is, grab an item out of your household and put it in a bag, something you don't use anymore. And at the end of Lent or Easter, Give to charity. I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. I like it. So I'm doing both. I understand commitments. People don't commit to stuff. If someone who can commit to do it, sacrificing something for Lent, commitment should not be that hard. Especially when I have to endure people watching shows like Sex and the City where they bash guys and girls are like, oh yeah, guys do that to us. Yeah, I said the females are completely innocent. But more to my point. We need to fix commitment in order to fix that idea of us males. We can't be going around fucking shit up. I don't understand how that happens to you and why. I don't get it. You guys let me know. How does that fucking work? I, don't, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how hard it is to behave sociable and in a good way with other people Like it shouldn't be this complicated another thing that drives me nuts I don't understand why people hoard mail doesn't matter where or who you are like your mail is how you get your bills most of the time your mail is also how you get in my line of work your medical records and bills so when I have the most demands I shoot the most threes, and you want me to shoot more threes, please hire a receptionist that every day goes through medical records by the end of the day, or at least the mail. Goes through the mail and knows what nonsense mail is, what useful mail is, and what medical records and bills look like. On top of that, have somebody who constantly answers the fucking phone. Today, oh, she's off. What? She called off? Great. I had an important call that was supposed to come in. A tort was calling me. Oh, that went to voicemail. Shocker. So, yeah. Um, I don't know why it's that hard. The North office. Oh, they hoard the mail. I got mail this morning. The mail doesn't come in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but I got mail this morning. Oh, from who, you may ask? Oh, yeah. I got mail from motherfucking... motherfucking North Office, stamped March 1st. So it took um, five to six days to send it down to us. During that same time frame, you could have just put it back in the mail, and they would have probably delivered it faster. Oh, but now... Heaven forbid, I get my shit on time. That is where I get aggravated. I don't understand. I don't understand co-workers who are that lazy that they have the least amount of cases yet pawn off their work on the new girl. And then you girl got trained properly, so I flat out told her, yeah, no, if Emily asks you to do anything, say no. Emily pawning off her work and then gets pissed that everybody's out to get her. She won't even answer her client's calls. When you get a phone call from your client and the client asks the receptionist, Is she in today, or is my case manager in today? You know that is bad. And I get it. And here's and here's my point. It always is an issue with parents or single parents. Oh, the kids? Oh, they're a good excuse when you need to get off work. My kid's sick. My kid's this. My kid he has a snow day, so I have nobody to watch him. Yeah, you should have thought of all these possible scenarios before fucking and having unprotected sex. I constantly see on social media friends former friends they're down there florida texas having a fun time i know for a fact they have a baby and i'm like who's the baby with your parents a babysitter so you would rather have your kid be babysat so you can go out partying having a good time in your 30s then provide and take care of your child because you decided to have unprotected sex with A guy that would have your kid But end up not being a good dad slash husband Oh yeah Kudos to you Let's just breed and create more whores Whores are being created left and right Because single parents, especially females Have multiple partners And then the next thing you know They have a child And oh yeah, the dad's going to be around Oh yeah, but then Oh we don't get along anymore because now we have a baby. Now we have more responsibilities. Oh, we break up. Oh, no, I'm keeping the baby. Ah, you pay child support. Yeah. Oh, but there's there's no mention of that on Sex on the City. Well, that's that's shocking. Male impotence, everything else. Oh yeah, that's on Sex on the City all right. Gay twerps, midgets, Guys acting like idiots There's even an episode if I remember correctly Of Matthew McConaughey acting like a moron Playing himself And we make him out to be a womanizer I just can't I just can't in today's society I I can't I wish my job would hire people Of my age or a little bit younger So 30 to 35 Is the age range to hire smart people We're actually considering hiring hiring a new lit attorney. Because guess what, our old lit attorney just decided to leave. So now we need a new lit attorney because, get this, we have way too many lit cases. I wonder why. Because we're not settling cases fast enough. Why? Because they're nonsense cases. Because we shouldn't have taken them to begin with. And you have now backed one attorney up in the north office handling everybody's cases because we have another guy who passed his his uh, bar exam but he's not an attorney yet and we have another guy who's the helper another female who's also the helper but now we're trying to get a former little attorney for my old firm and I can assure you as I told my attorney she's great oh she's good she's a workaholic but at the same time oh and she she knows how to handle her own caseload because she's been doing it and that's why she left the old firm. But I can assure you, she's not gonna be too happy with A, probably the amount of money you're gonna pay her and no commission, and B, her office space and her co workers. I can assure you that immediately. But hey, what do I know? What do I know about hiring people? Even though I'm always right. But yeah, I, these are things I don't know. Hey, single mothers close your legs if you're not married to the husband you're having sex with use protected the future husband you plan on having constantly unprotected sex with close your legs or use protection or if you have a baby stick around because guess what a child raised with two parents in the household is more likely to turn out sane than somebody with a single parent in the household Don't hate me. I'm not saying if you have a single mother single dad, you're not going to turn out great. Because you can't. I'm just saying you have to do more for yourself. And I'm also saying these are just stats. It's like when I say black people are more likely to help other black people in the the office than Mexicans to Mexicans or white people to white people. Well, not white people to white people. You know, minorities. Black helping black happens every time, in every place I've worked at. Regardless of who you are, you barely know them. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll cover for you. But to everybody else, no. I've seen that happen multiple times. How come? Why? Why is it that I have to work 67 hours to get shit done because other people Decide to fuck around I don't know How do you not come to work And take care of your cases I don't know My office manager's off for two weeks Because she's having toe surgery Oh my lord I was in a car accident With a broken freaking neck Well fractured but you know Emphasize the point Because apparently it's the same thing Broken freaking your neck, and I missed four days. Oh, you're having pinky toe surgery, and you're out two weeks from working remotely from home, emailing me to do everything. Shocker. Pinky toe fucking surgery. I don't get it. I don't get why people people play favorites. I don't get it. Why we live in a society. That decides to just post anything on social media, thinking it's acceptable. I have the time. Just let I'll tell you. If you post something, and I think it's ridiculous or dumb, you get snoozed for 30 days. It clears up my news feed. It makes everything nice and pretty when I read it. It's great. And. Speaking of which Another thing that drives me nuts If you are in the service industry Customer service, whatever service industry you are Boo fucking who If you have to work more hours Than normal people Because you chose that job You're the one that didn't get a degree You're the one that didn't go to school And now you're in the customer service industry Well guess what That kind of thing means You're not going to get holidays off If you need to work, you have to work. You can't just not show up. Because here's the thing. My next massage of hand and so massage is now pushed back to St. Patty's Day because my masseuse decided she wanted to take the weekend before that off. And now she won't be there. Oh, yeah. And I'm picky. You're not, I'm not getting a massage from somebody. I have no clue who they are. Yeah, that's not how that works. So yeah, that's a problem for me. Yes, you're servicing me, you should not pull that stunt. Another thing, why do females get two, three months of maternity leave and then half the audacity? Because I'm okay with you taking that much maternity leave to take care of your child. But when I am constantly seeing on social media, because again, everything has to be on social media and you think you're not going to get caught. It's like clients, when I tell them, don't put shit on social media. But then the adjuster finds out you were at Myrtle Beach when you were supposedly rehabbing. On social media, mom takes, my hairstylist, takes three months maternity leave. She is not coming back till end of March. Oh, but constantly on social media, on Facebook, there's pictures of, hers, of her going out, having drinks with her friends. Uh, who's watching the baby? The newborn? The baby that you literally just had. In January. Who's watching the baby? Dad? The dad you're not married to? Um, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Miss hairstylist. oh 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 Yeah, exactly. My point. And this is how things get started. Yes, I'm picky. Yes. Because I would like my haircut to be the same way every fucking time. And if that's too hard to ask, having a hairstylist that cuts my hair the way I want it to, females would agree with this. If you get your hair cut fucked up, oh females get pissed. But heaven forbid a guy does it. Yeah, my haircut, I get pissed. My massage, I get pissed. Hence why I go to Handsome massage. Every masseuse I've had has been the same masseuse for the longest time until they fucking leave. But I will give you this. Use the promo code MEXI and go to Anesthot Massage. You will get a discount on your membership and your first Swedish massage. They are a proud sponsor of the Mexican Manners podcast for a reason. Locations everywhere around Columbus and the United States. Just go check them out. Now, why these things bother me, I don't understand. If these things bothered you as well, let me know. Comment. Subscribe, let me know. Any other thing that bothers you. Liars. Whores. I literally come to the office and there's mail from the north office. How the fuck does that happen? The reception is not there. So I have to fix it while before I go into my client meeting. The client meeting that needs to be set up. Because why? Because the clients need a copy of their fucking demand. That is insane. That is nonsense. No dollar amount. You need a copy of shit. Well, that's it for the podcast. As always, subscribe, rate, review. Go on iTunes and SoundCloud to check them all out. Check us out on social media. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever. And as always, remember... Whether it's a Mexican, there's always a way. Until next time, hope you enjoyed the show.